dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its birth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh, hear the angels' voices, oh, now. says in those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world and everyone went up from his own town to register so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee of Judea to Bethlehem the town of David because he belonged to the house in the line of David he went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in a cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men, on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they heard and seen, which were just as it had been told. What hope we hold this starlit night, a king is born in Bethlehem. Our journey long, we seek the light that leads to the hallowed manger ground. What fear we felt in the silent age, for hundred years can he be found, but broken by a baby's cry, rejoice in the hallowed manger Praise His name, 
was born a moment in time and evermore his light will shine on that first christmas morn all the angels did see all creation would fall to its knees when the child was born we welcomed our King, hope and promise fulfilled, and love came down. On that first Christmas morn, all the angels did sing, all creation would fall to its knees. When the child was born, we welcomed our King. Hope and promise fulfilled. Love came down. What a, what an incredible moment it is for us to be able to come together on Christmas Eve again to partake of communion and to realize why Jesus was born. I think about that first um, Christmas when Jesus was laid in the manger. Um, they were looking for Messiah to come but didn't expect him to enter the world that way in that humble estate. And they certainly did not understand um, the necessity of the cross. Jesus knew when he came to this world that one day he would climb Golgotha's hill and that he would be laid on an old rugged cross for the sins of mankind. We know all of that. And so as we gather for Christmas communion, uh, we know the rest of the story. We know he's going to be crucified. We know that on the third day, he's going to be resurrected from the grave and he's going to overcome every enemy and remove the sting of death for those who would dare to believe in him and his salvation. Um, if you think about it, it's incredible that we live in this time. It really is. We have the Bible in print for us and now we carry it on our phones. Wherever we are, we can pull out God's word and take a moment to bathe our spirits in the truth of what he has spoken. It's incredible. Um, and just to know tonight that one day he's coming again. And when he comes the next time, it will be to deliver us to that eternity that he's prepared for us. I can't help but think about the people that I've served communion to through the years as a result of having this time together. And I've shared on, on different occasions, but allow me, give me permission to share again about the days when we did drop in communion, when we would have families come and meet the pastors at the altar, and we would go to this altar and have prayer and communion with this family, then we would move to this altar and back and forth for a couple of hours as we had that drop in communion format. And um, it was a blessed time. And I remember as the years as I reflect on the years past, that there were occasions, several occasions, that I can remember that the last time I had the opportunity to minister to some individuals, it was in that moment. 
And, and I, I, I think tonight about a, a couple of occasions, the very next week after Christmas, during, at the first of the year, visiting people who were in their last days at the hospital, that I'd had the opportunity to, to kneel and, and have communion with and celebrate the eternal life that has been offered us because of our Savior. And, and you, you know in, in those moments how, how much this moment means. Um, none of us know about what waits for us around the corner, but we have this moment. As the old song goes, to hold in our hands as it slips through our fingers like sand. We have this moment. And I want to thank you for taking a moment to come and gather as a, as a family of God's people for this special moment of worship. There's all kinds of things going on on Christmas Eve, and some of you are on your way or have just come from fam family gatherings. But to be able to steal away for just a moment and remember Jesus as this Advent season is quickly coming to a close. Tomorrow's the finale, Christmas Day. And I pray that when we wake up in the morning that with everything else that's going on, I pray that for us who are his followers, that our first thought would be, this is his day. This is the day that God became incarnate with flesh and dwelt among us. And we had the opportunity to behold his glory. We had the opportunity to see God wearing skin how he really interacts with people, how he really cares about people, how he can miraculously change a person in a moment. For those of you who went on the last Israel trip, remember when we were in the chapel of Magdala and that painting that was there that represented the woman reaching out and touching the hem of his garment? What, a, what an incredible scene that mural was on that chapel wall. And tonight I want to thank the Lord for the life-changing power that is unleashed in our lives because we have chosen to receive the revelation of who he is and have dared to believe in what he has promised. In Matthew 1, beginning with verse 20, listen to these words. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, to Joseph, in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. In the song that we're not singing tonight that we've sung for years in this service, Mary, did you know, there's, there's some lyrics that, that asked this, did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, did you know you kissed the face of God? Tonight we pause and we gather at the manger of Jesus and we remember that he came to be with us. He came to save us. And we are saved tonight, not because of what we have done, but because of what he has done. And we have chosen to believe his work in our behalf. The Bible says he came to seek and to save those who are lost, people like us. He came to heal us and deliver us and give us peace. 
and joy. Shalom. A completeness that happens in our lives when Jesus comes in. And all of this because he loves us. So as we take the bread of communion, we remember that he gave his body to be broken for us that we might be whole, that we might have shalom. And when we take the juice of communion, we remember that he gave his blood to cleanse us from all sin so that we might have fellowship with God. What an incredible thing that Jesus paid the price that we could never pay to give us the salvation that we could never bring to our, ourselves. And so we worship him in communion tonight. And we thank him for the why of his coming. We celebrate how he came, born of a virgin. We celebrate all that happened as a part of that great story as we've read it again in this Advent season. But again, we celebrate the why. He came to seek and to save lost people. Undeserving people. But people he loved enough to lay down his life. Would you pray with me? And then you can take your communion at will. Our Heavenly Father, tonight we humbly bow before you and we thank you for sending Jesus into this world of sin and darkness that we might be saved and that we might walk in the light of your glory. I pray that you would give us the peace that passes understanding, and Lord, that you would allow that joy that is unspeakable and full of glory to spill out in our lives and to spill forth from our lives to touch those around us. For there are still people who are in darkness who need the light. And Lord, you have called us to be that light that is on a hillside, that people might see you in us. And so we pray that as we move into a new year, that this would be an incredible year when people are seeing what they've not seen before and trusting you like they've never trusted you before. We gladly receive the gift of your son as we partake of these elements of communion. And we thank you, Lord, that you have called us to yourself and we thank you that as we gather here for this service, that it is more than ritual, that it is more than just going through the religious motions. We thank you, Lord, that you have touched our hearts with your presence in this season of Advent. We thank you for the star that you have put in the sky for us as individuals and as a church family. We thank you for the readings that we have been given to. We thank you for the times of worship that we've been a part of. We thank you, Lord, for the way your voice has touched our lives in a variety of ways in this season. And as I was sharing this, this morning, Lord, with the church family, I thank you for the way the term Emmanuel, the truth of Emmanuel, God with us, has blessed me in this season this year. And so, thank you for the broken body and thank you for the spilled blood of Jesus. We remember that he alone is our salvation. And it's in his name that we take this communion. Amen. Silent night, holy night, oh.
to the earth the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love joy to the world the Lord is let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven 